0: Welcome to The Amazing Truth Podcast, a podcast where we focus on real issues and have real talk, and as always, provide a biblical perspective. We hope that you will be blessed as you listen. Hello and welcome to The Amazing Truth Podcast. This is The Amazing Truth Minute. This
1: is The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth.
2: Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The
1: Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk.
0: For The Amazing Truth Minute today, we'll listen to a poem entitled I Won't Quit by Edna Kirubo. I know what it is for life to throw me curveballs, but I won't quit. Bit by bit, I'll make it. An illness I can barely understand. Laden with stigma. Battling with demons. But I won't quit. Bit by bit, I'll make it. I know what it is. To make headway. Then find myself back to the drawing board. All gains are losses. All the same, I just can't quit. Bit by bit, I'll make it. An obstacle I can barely go around looking for love and affection in all the wrong places getting hurt in the process still i won't quit bit by bit i'll make it i know what it is to give up on life friends humanity i know what it feels to risk taking my own life the darkness pain hopelessness extreme exhaustion the drama but I just won't quit. Can't quit when I see what the Savior has done for me. How he loves me so. I feel his love. I see it. The, the darkness makes his light shine brighter. The cold makes his love much warmer. His love dispels the fear. I tell you, he loves me so. So I won't quit. Bit by bit. By his grace. I'll make it. As for you, please don't quit. I may not know your struggles, but by his grace, you'll make it. He loves you too. We are here for a purpose. There's a better place, a better day. And that is the Amazing Truth Minute.
1: This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth
2: Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The
1: Amazing Truth Podcast, real issues, real talk.
3: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, Kenan and Edna. Yes, uh, glad to be back. We are back again uh, from our, 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 our one-week break-ish, <laughs> <Yeah>, ish. right? <laughs> uh, but we're, we're excited, I'm excited to be back, I'm excited to be back. As we continue with this important conversation, you know, overcoming and rising above schizophrenia. You know, we, we, we last time, I think that was the, that's the appropriate title. You know uh, that, cause that is the title of your book, Anna. Right? You know, right? That's the title of your book, overcoming, rising, uh, overcoming rising above schizophrenia and uh, amazing poems amazing poems that she pens and I, I will highly encourage everyone to get this copy we'll we'll, we'll post and let you know where to get yeah, it Kenan. I, 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 I
0: hope i did justice to the poem edna i tried my best to <laughs> I mean, these are your thoughts. Yeah, you I tried my best to bring it up. But yeah, the points are amazing. Man. The points are amazing. The points are amazing.
3: You know, I, I mean, for those of us, let me, let's just anchor ourselves in this conversation. You know, the title of the poem is I Won't Quit. You know, I like how it ended. I think the last part for me was, <coughs> it says, <coughs> I won't quit bit by bit by his grace. As for you, please don't quit. I, don't, I may not know your struggles, but by his grace, You'll make it. He loves you too. We are here for a purpose. There is a better place, a brighter day. Powerful, powerful punchline as as we end. This is the moment where I like usually putting Kenan on the spot because mostly, as a sanguine, he has already forgotten what we did last week. So, (laughs) Kenan, what did we cover last (laughs) week? This time
0: time I kept my notes. All right. So, we we met Edna Mm -hmm. and we got to know her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She walked us through her childhood journey with her journey through uh, battling with or living with schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Uh, She talked about how uh, it started and the journey. And then we picked up uh, encompasses where it now kind of becomes unmanageable. She has an episode and she's taken to the hospital and diagnosed with schizophrenia. She's given medications. Mm -hmm. um, And she's given medications. She takes the medications. She still has episodes going in. Uh, She goes on a journey to find what schizophrenia is and she kind of learns to live with it. She battles with self-stigma and uh, how, you know, uh, the side effects of the medications and uh, she's still in campus. I think now we're into the final year, and then we're picking up from after campus. Told you, man. I told I see, you. I see. I, I, you took your notes. I didn't know. I <laughs> <was>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but
3: we talk about schizophrenia. She she didn't give some symptoms. She didn't give some, what is what is that? That's a
0: big word. Well, what they, would that be? And I would tell uh, her as
3: in our own language, in our own language.
0: So it's a it's a it's a thought disorder. Uh, mm-hmm. There's. Um, manic episodes some okay. some some patients are verbally aggressive mm-hmm. uh they have delusional thoughts mm-hmm. um some patients um go to the extent of you know being suicidal and uh-huh. being homicidal so uh again the symptom specific but that's kind of what it's we psychotic. see. Yeah, being psychotic yeah be psychotic yeah can develop into psychosis and yeah so it's it could there's worse, and there's, there's so mild. you
3: lose touch of reality. I Remember, I'm right. mentioning the aspect of losing touch with reality. You just find yourself zoned out somewhere else. You don't even know what's happening around you. Uh, I talked about um, you lose touch of reality. Withdrawal. Withdrawal. You withdraw from people, from things you used to like doing. You you just find you don't have you don't have interest in those. Um, did did did? Do you mention appetite? What I believe. How was is, is it? Is that one of the symptoms? Yeah. Could could it affect your appetite, sleeping patterns, you know, all those things? Uh, I I don't know. I'm just thinking, I might start giving some different diagnosis for different things. So let me stop at this point (laughs) before I confuse people. But it's it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. And uh, we thank you, Edna, for gaining the courage for being willing and able to show up and show out and um, walk us through this journey. uh, Walk us through this journey. One thing I want to celebrate Edna, I want to celebrate Edna here is, she does an amazing job in expressing herself through writing through writing which is our weakest link right speak for yourself (laughs) speak for myself i can confidently speak for ourselves here (laughs) it is our weakest link so i want to say that as we go through this story there's 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 a lot and she's an author she's writing uh messages of hope so uh we thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone to express yourself in this format in this form and uh, we we really appreciate that so let's yeah. jump into it so and are you in a high school college you graduate from college you have two major episodes while in college right so now j- diving in diving in going to the next so to our conversation how is it after college college of course the trajectory to life is you get a job you, you know you do all that how 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 does life transition now post college mm.
2: okay after campus i got a, my first job mm-hmm. and i worked for some time then i left that job and began working also at another place that was my career journey i think mm. it's separate from this Mm -hmm. other journey that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and after campus, okay, first I had said I kept quiet about this. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. There was a point where now I opened up and began talking about this publicly. Okay. I finished campus in 2015. Mm -hmm. Then, 2017 now is when I became more open Mm -hmm. to talking about the fact that I got diagnosed four years ago with Mm -hmm. a mental illness. Mm -hmm. It took me four years to just Mm -hmm. be able to just tell people that I'm going through this. And yeah, it's not the end of life and whoever is also going through that to also know that they're not alone. Yeah.
0: So what what was your what what was your turning point for you to now come open after four years? What um what made you now go out and talk about it what was it that really gave you that courage and the courage to do that
2: i think it was god because i used to i used to write a lot but there's one day it was at night and i just woke up i think in the middle of the night and there was something in my mind to to share with people and at first first thing i did was just to write a story and it was my story Mm -hmm. but i didn't mention the illness at that point Mm -hmm. but looking back that's the point i now started opening up because when i shared that story i shared it on some whatsapp Mm -hmm. on some whatsapp groups which were mostly for the youth and church and once I did that there were encouraging messages that came back to me mm-hmm. for talking about that and that's when I realized probably people knew that I was struggling with something but I didn't know they knew and that's how now I just began opening up slowly by slowly and eventually I I later shared yeah
3: so you just had an urge in the middle of the night Felt convicted, decided like, let me write, posted these. Were you nervous? Even though you had not mentioned your name?
2: Not my name, but the fact that it's a mental illness. I wrote the story like it's me, but I didn't mention like a mental illness
1: Mm.
2: or schizophrenia itself. I just wrote like, yeah, I can't remember what it was I wrote, but it was something to do with me.
0: What, the, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what, what did that do for you when you shared that? Mm-hmm.
2: When I shared that and people gave positive feedback, it kind of gave me a bit of peace that mm-hmm. it's not all that harsh out there the way I imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Then that gave me more courage to continue opening up. Now I started writing poems and sharing. I started doing like blogging. Is a blog I used to post art, and that journey just started like
0: that. Yeah. And I can confidently say that the reverse is true. If you had gotten a negative uh, feedback, or not feedback, but a, something that would... If they had reacted to it negatively, you'd have reinforced your, your fears, your self-stigma of what it is, and probably would have made it worse. We don't know. We're glad that you got a positive, positive reaction. I think kind of power in how we react to people's mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: it can either destroy or make someone. Um, but but it goes back to the self, self stigma. <laughs> you know, for four years, you've well, I won't be accepted. I won't be. What do people think? What do people say? You know, all that was self-inflicted, was self stigma, yeah. and then here, it is, you go public, but then you get these positive feedback from people and i know unfortunately as a community as a church as a society as a people we've always said i don't feel comfortable to share because my story will be all over the place mm-hmm. i don't i don't feel this to do and, and yes there is there is going to be but one thing i've learned canon when people hear their story from you first hand they have very little to distort Yeah. than when they hear from someone else. Because someone else might say it from a... That's a whole different conversation. We can go into that. So, Kenan, you asked, what is it? It makes you feel... So, walk us through the journey. You started blogging. You started uh, writing... How 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 does the feedback continue from there? People now embrace. Do you start coming out to people now, engaging, interacting with people? What does that do to your life? At, at this point, are you still isolating? Uh, you know how are you navigating through all that.
2: At that time, I wasn't isolating that much. Mm-hmm. I now was back to being around people, okay. and it was like a journey. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should say this mm-hmm. that. Um, that time, 2017, Mm -hmm. is when I began also having a burden in my heart to Mm -hmm. encourage other people Mm -hmm. that, in spite of everything, God is faithful. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started Encamp. Mm -hmm. I know some people have heard of Encamp. Yeah.
3: Talk a little bit about Encamp as you build into it. What's Encamp?
2: Encamp, It's, it's a platform where I share my story mm-hmm. and I use it as a way of encouraging other people mm-hmm. who may be going through what I'm going through mm-hmm. and to show them and tell them that God is faithful mm-hmm. in spite of everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It started as a blog, then I went to YouTube and then I also now started writing the ebooks and books mm-hmm. and it's just been transitioning, transitioning. yeah. And it just—it was just God Himself who just began that journey, and I think he'll, He's going to finish it. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. One thing that uh, caught my ears was when you said, you know, "People knew, people knew, but they did not speak up." Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I mean, would you have wished someone that. to talk to you right. if, if you
3: know somebody you know, would you at that point would it have been helpful if somebody reached out to you when they look back some, people are going to be different but for you what, 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 what would what would have, what would have support looked like from these people all of you hoped they could have done more if mm-hmm. anything at all
2: I would I think I would have appreciated if someone reached out mm-hmm. and told me that it's not the end of the world mm-hmm. that there's there's people who have overcome this and it's it's going to be a good journey, mm-hmm. things are going to go well, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have appreciated. Yeah, But I think also there was a lot of fear maybe, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. don't know how you react, yeah, therefore yeah. They, they're also hesitant on their end, mm-hmm. you're also hesitant so both mm-hmm. sides you keep quiet.
1: Yeah,
0: some some people, I've heard people say, oh, they'll, they'll think now you they're going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. They, and, it's, yeah. and it goes, it goes to, to, to say that um, our community hasn't been taught or trained or knowledge enough to, to react to someone saying, okay, I'm suicidal today. What to do? You know, deer in the headlights. People don't know how to react. And I can, being, from that side, I can say it's, that we need more of education. We need more Education, what it is, it's not the end of the world, and what really we can do to, you know, alleviate that. Because then, if someone says something to you, if someone says, "Oh, Ezra, I've noticed that you are down today. Uh, is there? Any, do you want? Is there anything we can? What? What's going on?" And mm-hmm. then, if Ezra says, "I'm not okay," mm-hmm. uh, the, what you say after that means it's it's a matter of life and death, to be honest. So it it takes a lot, I think we need more education <laughs> on stuff like that. <laughs> okay, we keep on saying we need more of these. I wonder if we
3: can, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's true, Israel. But I think these are hard, these are hard paths. <clears throat> and let's be realistic different people will receive it differently. Some people want the space, some people want you to be there. Yeah. Some people, so you need to know someone. You need to constantly be in a place where you're intuitive, you're able to prayerfully seek what is right to do and find that solution. Let me bring this back, Edna. You, treatment. When we spoke last, in the last episode, you mentioned that you were getting medication. You are not seeing a therapist or counseling. Do you continue with treatment? Are you still taking the medication because you said it, you know, some of the side effects was weight gain. (laughs) Weight gain. And I was going to say something about that because I hear that side effects, people decline medication because of side effects when they're having a bigger problem. Do you, are you still taking medication? And if you, if yeah. you are, did you start cancelling? Did you accept the medication finally? How, what's the journey of treatment for you here?
2: Okay, for a long time, I, I didn't want the medication. It was hard to accept that I needed medication for me to be okay. Mm. But eventually I accepted and I began now taking medication, though with adjustments, Mm -hmm. I also didn't want to be over medicated Mm -hmm. and unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just found a good doctor. And now I started taking medication with less side effects. Mm -hmm. And about counseling or therapy, I had to start counseling at some point, I think that was in 2017, Mm -hmm. and that really helped a lot because it helped me to understand many things, to be more self-aware, to learn how I can cope, and to learn how I can have goals and work on different things, and also how to manage different experiences that I go through. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah um, I want to go back to, just quick, before we go to counseling, because this is a very important uh, part of your journey. Medications, Ezra, I think, um, and medications are scary. They are scary. They are, some of them have side effects, if not most of them. And what I've seen is um, you're given a medication and then you get a side effect and then you're given another medication to handle it you know, 100 the side effects. And then, so it it can be scary. But it's a proven fact that medications do help. The first line of defense is the medications. And again, every case is different. Some people do well without medications. Some people do well with medications. So Mm -hmm. it's a conversation you need to have with your psychiatrist, your psychologist, on what Mm -hmm. therapeutic approach is right for you. So it could be, it's different, but... Either or, medications have been proven scientifically to work, but again, it's not for everybody. Yep. I think uh,
3: we, we, one thing we advocate here is get the help you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. And if right. that help is medication, get the help. It's better for you to leave with the side effect but be there with your family and support yes. rather than not be there at all. Yes, But make sure that you also advocate for yourself, like Edna said, mm-hmm. you know, get a doctor who will understand the right medication and all those kind of things. Try this, try that. Holistic. So um, we just want our listeners advocate that it is important. It is important. It is important. Um, Let's 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 build on this. Let's build on the counselling. Mm. What finally gets you? Why? Why counselling? How did you that journey? You started getting counselling, but what made you go counselling? How did you settle to that? Is this something you are resistant to? And and what are some of the things that are practically tangibly that you know we can pick on those? Okay, I think the doctor
2: had initially mentioned that counselling is an option mm-hmm. uh during those first times that I was I was admitted mm-hmm. but we hadn't picked it up keenly. Mm-hmm. We didn't look keenly into it. Mm-hmm. And I I one time there was camp meeting at church and there were these mental health sessions mm-hmm. and there was like a therapist who was giving a uh, a talk on mm-hmm. mental health mm-hmm. and then i think they mentioned therapy and counseling then i saw the importance of now going for counseling if you if you have a mental illness or if you're struggling with a particular thing and that's when i reached out and that's how i began counseling at that point and that's helped in a big way
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. and yeah so you're doing you're doing both you're you're your medications, yeah. and then you're substituting or supplementing it with counselling. Um, yeah. Was it again? Um, it's it's it, counselling has helped. So Would you?
1: Yeah, it helped.
0: Would you tell? What would you tell someone that's struggling with uh, whether they should attend counselling? What would you say to them? I
2: would tell them that to give it a try because yeah. it can help. help don't rule it out like you don't want to go for counseling because some people think that if you're going for counseling it's such a bad thing because only those people who maybe are mentally ill or people who are going through really big stuff are the ones who go for counseling but that's not necessarily the case you can learn a lot about yourself and about ways you can be better just by going for counseling you don't have to be to be in a crisis so that you go for counselling in fact it's even better to go even when you're just okay and then you get help
3: yeah so Edna what is happening to your uh, it's it's schizophrenia now are the episodes still there are they reducing now that you're doing counselling you've accepted medication you're back to people what happens there
2: Okay, since 2019, I haven't had an episode or a relapse, Mm -hmm. as they say, Mm -hmm. because also from that time I've been consistently taking medication Mm -hmm. and also doing counseling Mm -hmm. um, on and off. Mm -hmm. I've been doing counseling on and off, Mm -hmm. but medication throughout. And that has helped because now it's going to three years Mm -hmm. and... I haven't had to be admitted in hospital, I haven't had a relapse, and I haven't lost touch with reality, all those things, mm. so it has really helped, and it's it's positive, yeah.
0: yeah the key word here is managing, you're mm. managing it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Good for you. And weird. you're living so, your normal life. People yeah. think that, you know, Edna is Edna. She's thriving.
3: She's 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 Edna, you know. So there's somebody yeah. out there who's thinking, Oh, my condition is permanent, or oh, my situation is this, or oh, this will never be. Um we're here to say that uh, those 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 are myths. It is possible what you tell your mind, what you think, uh, what you how you you, the, the, the attitude that you put towards fighting whatever your battles are uh, is very critical and very crucial. So wanna build, want to build on that. So your books, big coping mechanism for you, huge writing. We, we saw this design, huge, yeah. huge in helping you cope. What is going on through your mind when you're writing these poems? Like, How do you come up with the poems as, as in context of this journey? How do you come up with the poems? Like, is there something you just wake up at night and you write? Is this something when you're going through an episode and you express yourself in that? How do you come up with them?
2: Okay. Different poems come in different ways, I guess. Uh, but yeah. some poems, I would write them like, I think they would come from God in mm-hmm. my view. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I would just wake up and there's a poem in my mind. And I've not thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sure I haven't thought about it, mm-hmm. but it's there. Mm-hmm. And I just write it and it just flows. Mm-hmm. But others, of course, I think about them mm-hmm. and I just write them. I tend to think it's, it's a gift. There's one poem that I wrote, just two lines in that poem. Mm-hmm. say, The darkness has lifted, by it I've been gifted. Mm-hmm. And those two lines for me, I tend to think that the gift is the poetry and the writing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's it's really been so instrumental in helping me to to get over all those things. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when you write, you mm-hmm. you you release those thoughts, mm-hmm. you release the emotions, and it's just so nice yeah mm-hmm. i don't know
0: like it's safe. no oh, it's no see yeah, even easy. Easy. It's we, the smile. we, we can't do that yeah we we we, we 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 can tell how the energy we can tell how what it means to you, mm-hmm. just by the yeah. words of those poems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. a it's a gift, and we, yeah, we pray that God gives you more and more and more. And um, however support we can give you, yeah, we'll let us know. We'll try our best to read them at least. So permission, actually, we get permission for you to use them on our Amazing Truth minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. going forward, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But they are they are very very they are they are they are gifts. I can tell they're they're, they're very meaningful so i want to tie this poetry
3: design to your journey of uh, rising above uh, schizophrenia you 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 are writing these as as a way of of coping and and dealing with that i had a question i'm, <laughs> I'm getting the question but yeah, let, let, me, let me remember that I, I was i want to marry these two point the I've lost it. Yes, we can sit here all day. I've lost it. <laughs> Go ahead. I've lost, because I'm looking at, at you. Oh, yeah, here's the point. Part of the journey of uh, schizophrenia is some people can become suicidal. Was this a side effect that you once experienced? Have you experienced those, those episodes or those, those thoughts yourself and, and have some of them been translated and reflected in your poetry in helping you copy those reality in that specific reality? Yeah,
2: yeah. I've had suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. and ideations Mm -hmm. at different points in my journey, Mm -hmm. and sometimes when I write when I'm at that state Mm -hmm. or in that phase, Mm -hmm. it will reflect definitely, some poems will be very dark, Mm -hmm. but some will be bright also, Mm -hmm. yes, so I've I've had those thoughts. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if the thoughts are as a result of the medication or it's a result of I don't know how they come. Mm-hmm. Yet. Or yeah, or it's just facing all this together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I mean, it's it's hard to really pinpoint what exactly it is, but like we can we can say it's it's a it's a part of you. It's a part of your journey. It's a point in 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 your journey where you know there's those dark moments. There's your yeah. dark moments. Um, yeah. you God has been gracious enough to help you write about those dark moments. Some yeah. people handle it uh, the worst way. And some people handle it by talking, by reaching out for help. Some people write poems. So that is a part, a, pain, a point in your journey. Um, you read a lot too.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah sometimes. I'm,
0: and I'm sure there's some, some books that uh, help you have helped you through your journey as well. And we can yeah. share that. So some of those books off camera as well too, for, for other people too. If you have any in mind, you can share with us. That would be awesome too. If not, we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll put some as we when we post this. But yeah. Um so now you are <clears throat> you're going to counseling, you have a, a nonprofit profit camp and you're talking about your journey. How um I, th- I think I, I saw one of your 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 stories on YouTube and you're sharing this with us now. How is it for you now? Where are you at a point where you are comfortable with uh the illness and managing it um and where, where are you in terms of your mental illness and how you're managing it
2: i'd say i'm at a good place because it's managed like there are no relapses there are no mm-hmm. there are no um, being admitted in hospital and such I think it's well-managed for now, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. also about accepting. I think I've accepted largely, though there are days I still struggle and ask myself questions, but largely I've accepted. That's how I also came out publicly and Mm -hmm. told people that I'm going through this. And yeah, this is the journey.
3: Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I think the acceptance is reflected in your poems. Yeah. You know, when I read, I read the, about the author, I was reading these. You know, you, say, you said something that even caught me to really want to. Now, nah, I'm, I'm learning to read poems because I don't know what to do with them after I've read. <laughs> do I reflect? Do I, you know, all that? But he says this. He says, you say, the book starts off with sad, depressing tone expressed in negative themes. But as you read on Glimmer's of Hope, shine through the gloom and the doom. And I just thinking about your life since when you started the journey of schizophrenia and where you are today. You know, it starts with that, you know, a negative, depressing tone. And and I won't call them negative. I'll just I just say they are Realities, and that's why I asked that question. Do these thoughts? Because I read several poems, and I'm looking at our conversation. I'm like, what was the story behind this poem, and how is it tied with this journey? So, definitely, I wanna tell people out there that find yourself this poem, this book. It's it's definitely you will always get a poem that you can
0: resonate in in Edna's poems. In Edna's poems, Kenan, one one thing I think. I haven't even told Ezra this, but I think, Edna, one of these will will do us uh, kind of like mini, mini-sodes of we will, we'll get a poem, uh, read it, and then maybe take five minutes and tell us the background of the poem, and then the positive, the glimmer of hope each poem we'll, we'll work on that I think it'll be very helpful so then we can get a glimpse of uh, your book not all of them because you want people to buy the book and support you but just one or two minutes to kind of get a glimpse of uh, uh, the poem the words and the gleam of hope that comes through the, 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 the doom and gloom right yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: so, one of these second part is really just starting to to wind up and yeah. bring home about coping and how you you've navigated and you're in a very good space, a very good place, and stuff like that. Would you mind me reading some poems for the le- readers a little bit? We just read a few poems here. We don't have to expound on them, but just read some of the key poems that I think for me uh, really, really. When I was reading them, they were hitting home, um, and I wondered a lot. I wondered a lot what was going on, but. Uh, nonetheless, they have been a-, a gleam of hope to me, you know. It says, some days, some days I lose, you know. It says, some days I lose a heart full of love, but nowhere to dispense it. Some days I lose bucket loads of pain, oh, how it hurts. Some days I lose if I could just turn the lights off for good. Some days I lose. A heart full of scars, but no healing to be found. Some days I lose. I was reading that poem. You can imagine I'm thinking, oh, what's Edna going through? You know, what all that. But then they are very exciting poems. The some that just, you know, eyes on the prize. But I keep my eyes on the prize. Just imagine going from some days I lose. Do I keep my eyes on the prize? Mm. What keeps you going in life? What keeps you moving is our prize. And, and and I like the fact how you begin with the fast and say, I see you, Jesus. Mm. You know, just this powerful, uh, uh, I won't quit the one that we did for our devotions, uh, for our, uh, I'm pressing on. Let me read just a, a quick line here on I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on and then we start winding up here. It says, I'm pressing on, the guilt the shame the pain I'm still pressing on the fear the doubt the darkness I'm still pressing on still in denial still in despair still in shock I'm still pressing on confused dazed flabbergasted I'm still pressing on mistakes miscalculations misfits I'm still pressing on yearning seeking waiting I'm still pressing on for I know there is a hand that will never let go. Mm. There is one whose love will never fail. I'm still pressing on. For I know there is one who truly cares. There is one who fully knows. I'm still pressing on. For I know there is one who will never give up and he will see me through. I, I'm forever mm. pressing on. Powerful stuff. Ah, that's amazing. Good, and man. this is powerful, powerful stuff. Yeah, that's man. It is, it is, Edna, this is powerful stuff. I want to celebrate this work. Beautifully done. Your design, your writing, and how it has become your tool of coping with the realities of life. I think it's important we start doing parting shots, Kenan, here. What are you hearing? What have you learned from this entire oh, session?
0: Just that poem itself. I'm pressing on, waiting, you know. You you're it's, thinking the song, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, i mean, I mean no no the, the poem itself yeah, you yeah. know, okay here's my parting shot, press on. press on, press on press on press on you're waiting there's darkness there's gloom there's doom, press on because there's a hand that will not
3: let go, powerful that's star.
0: that's amazing that's I cannot go uh, you cannot I top that no you that's, cannot that's top it her. press on
3: Edna, schizophrenia, rising above. I know that even talking to us is not, is not, is not natural. Just expressing and yeah. speaking. Writing is your natural form. So, yeah. listeners us, forgive us if you're talking too much. It's because we are, we are a team here with in this journey, right? Because yeah. she writes well and we're pulling out of her material. What would you tell people? Boya Jenny? what is it that you have in your heart? Because you said this is your way of speaking to her. What is it that you have in your heart, you know? That you let people know something, anything.
2: Um, okay, I'll just share like a short story. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought of sharing it, but let me just share. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, there's a time I was like asking myself, "Why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what am I doing on this? Earth? What is the purpose of this life?" Yeah, I was really down and those suicidal thoughts they were trying to come or they were there and I started asking God so many questions. Like why did you let all this happen? And why is life like this? And then God just asked me one question and I just kept quiet. You know that like the way in the Bible Job was was being told Mm-hmm. by his friends that all this and then he was also asking God so many questions and God was silent then at some point God asked him some questions then Job went silent that's how I went silent mm-hmm. because imagine you're just low and you're down Kabisa, and you're asking God all these questions then God asks me what is the purpose of a flower
1: hmm.
2: I didn't know what to say, actually, (laughs) because that's God asking me, like, what's the purpose of a flower? Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways I could think of that, answering that question. And I knew I was asking God, what is my purpose? Then God is here asking me, what is the purpose of a flower? Then I'm like, hey, God, did you get my question? Mm -hmm. But then I know there's a reason why God is asking me that. And that just dealt with all those thoughts and i got encouraged i don't know why he asked me that Mm -hmm. i don't know how those two are related or anything but it really encouraged me that there's a purpose and a reason why i'm here specifically Mm. yeah and not just me but each and every individual on this earth. there's a reason why god made you there's a reason why you've listened to this episode and any other episode on the amazing truth podcast And I'd just like to encourage whoever is listening that don't give up and just hang in there. And yeah, something good is going to come out of your life. If you've given up, just don't give up. There's no room to give up. There's Mm -hmm. no room to, to get lost because God is there and he's able to carry you through until the last day. Yeah.
3: Well, I want to say it has been eye opening. Powerful. And as we say it here, your test is your testimony. Yeah. The the tests that you've gone through for all these years is what you're testifying on now and how far you've come. And may it uplift many people wherever they are, those who are going to listen to this podcast. I want us to finish. We've talked so much about your book. Where can people find this book? This poem book.
2: Okay. Maybe we might have to share some links mm-hmm. when when we share like the podcast, because mm-hmm. they're on different platforms. Mm-hmm. I've written like a, like six ebooks. Okay. And they're on different platforms, but
0: they're online mm-hmm. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah, we'll put some links together, and uh when we uh, when this goes out, the links will be out there as well, so please support 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 and I'm gonna say these. Edna did not ask me to say these, and
3: Ken I neither doesn't does know about these. I know the ebook I bought was like two dollars three dollars, or something like that for the poem that i I'm, I'm reading the poems that I'm reading the' overcoming uh rising above schizophrenia but i will do their challenge you all to support edna if you can give more towards her cause her journey and she didn't ask me to do this she's i don't know her so we didn't even talk about finance we didn't talk about anything along those lines but listen there's a lot of work there's a lot of time that you're putting in right now it's late there to even be here with us so that you can continue doing these and allow you to, to, to continue building. I will challenge you all. I know your website is coming up and camp. I, I don't know if it's up already. <laughs> um, well, at some point when it will be up, we'll let you know here at uh, Amazing Truth. Uh, go there, like, support, uh, read the poems, and um, know that if she has made it this far, and she's continuing to journey, and God has walked with her, there is nothing impossible in your life. These two is your story, and you can draw lessons out of this. We want to finish with the very same poem that we just read. Mm. It says this, I am still pressing on. The guilt, the shame, the pain, I'm still pressing on. Press on. The fear, the doubt, the darkness, please still keep pressing on. Are you still in denial in despair or in shock please still press on are you feeling confused dazed or even flabbergasted at the moment please don't give up still press on you've made mistakes miscalculations that have cost you everything in your life you feel like you don't fit you don't belong for whatever reason don't give up please keep pressing on are you yearning Seeking, waiting, yearning to be loved, to belong, to be accepted. You know, seeking for a job, a spouse, or whatever it is that you're seeking. You're waiting patiently for healing for 6, 7, 10, 15 years. Please don't give up. Still press on. She says, I'm pressing on for I know there is a hand that will never let go. There is one whose love will never fail. Please keep pressing on. For Edna reminds us that she knows there is one who truly cares. Mm -hmm. There is one who fully knows. I am still pressing on. For I know there is one who will never give up. He will seek. He will see me through forever. I am pressing on. Thank you so much, Edna, for those powerful words. Thank you for sharing with us your journey. Thank you, listeners, for joining. Thank you, viewers, for viewing. Like, subscribe, and share for someone to be encouraged. That that has been our time here at Amazing Truth. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listened. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you, and see you on the next one.